Hey guys, I'm Katie Kaufman, certified flower child, dog mom, day drinker, real housewife enthusiast, and all around bad bitch. I want to know your wildest stories, the craziest things you've ever done, and the best advice you've ever been given. That's why I'm sitting down with all my favorite people. So bust out the mimosas, get comfortable with me, and let's shoot the shit. Call it crazy, call it whatever the fuck you want, but shit's about to get real. What's up, guys? Yes, I left you hanging last week. After all that shit about being consistent and putting out an episode weekly and on time and blah, 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 blah. Look, here's what happened. I had one day off last week and I chose to record the podcast and then go get drunk with my friends instead of editing the podcast. And you know what? That's okay. If you have ever moved, you already know how stressful it is. I really should have taken some time off in between the move, but I didn't. I literally flew into Phoenix and went straight to work. I feel like a 90-year-old lady, like I'm waking up at 4 a.m. and I'm going to bed before 9, and it sucks. Matt is so excited to be here. He loves his job. He's ready to explore, and I am so, so, so tired. All I want to do is sleep. Maybe if I had taken some time off before going back to work, I wouldn't have ended up in an HR meeting. Yeah, that happened. The second week of work, I got pulled into a meeting with the VP and HR. Um, I was told I need to be careful what I say because I'm the new girl and people are watching me. Y'all, I can't make this shit up. Like, what the fuck? Oh, and house hunting. That's a whole nother thing. I saw 11 houses last Thursday. 11. Two of the 11 were $400,000 double-wide trailers. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm dealing with out here. House hunting is not for the week. (laughs) I finally had some time off this weekend, and I feel like I'm in a better place. Hopefully. We will see. But... Okay, you guys, I am so excited to put out this episode. Alan is a very good friend of mine. We're friends. We used to sort of kind of be a thing back in the day, although not a lot of people know about that because we were pretty sneaky. In this episode, we get into it and we go deep. We talk about relationships, cheating, exes, therapy, our relationship, all of it. And by the way, Alan, if you're listening, which I know you are, you need to start your own podcast. He was the one interviewing me, and he did an excellent job, if I do say so myself. I love this episode, and I know you will too. Let's get into it. What's up? Sorry, my hair's a little messed up. I don't know. I don't know what happened with that. Well, you just woke up. That might be why. I did wake up like for like an hour ago, so... Yeah, it was a long night. We, what do you mean? We talked about doing this first thing in the morning, remember? Yes, yes, we did. Um, but things happen, right? I, yeah, wow. I got occupied. What happened? You have a big old fucking smile on your face. No, nothing like that happened. It was just um, hanging out with a friend and whatnot. And I didn't get home till like three in the morning, so. <laughs> a friend or a friend? Either one. <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah it was it was just pretty much that but 
Um, how you been, Shady Katie? What's up, bro? Shady Katie. <laughs> that is my nickname. I've been good. I mean, I just moved to Phoenix literally last yeah. <laughs> Dang, what's what's up? How's that going? I mean, good so far. Today's the first day I've had off. So Allie's getting ready to come pick me up soon. We're gonna go to lunch. You're nice. Allie? Yeah. Allie, yeah. She used to work <laughs> at Sears, right? She did used to work at Sears. That's yeah, I forgot about I, that. I, every time I went to go shopping for my daughter, I always see her there and just wave. I mean, I had I always used to have a big old crush on her. I don't know why, but it was weird. I'm going to fuck you up. Why? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I'm joking. She's beautiful. That's fine. You probably have crushes on all my friends. No, but... <laughs> just a few. <laughs> just a few. All right, you guys. So Alan is one of my really good friends. We've been friends for since I was 20 and I'm 34 now. So and you're older than me? 14 oh. years. That's pretty nuts. That is nuts, man. Um, I, I'm, I'm still puzzled by the fact that you're older than me. How are you puzzled? I mean, I, I didn't know you're I thought you were like my age. Well, I guess we're kind of in the same age area. What do you but... think? Well, I mean, I did pick you up from a night school, high school when I was in college. So what do you mean? I mean, <laughs> that was like, it was, yeah, I guess it didn't, make, it didn't click. Hey, I was under the influence a lot back then. <laughs> and a lot of things weren't making sense. <laughs> but okay. okay, so Alan was one of my first buddies. We both worked at a grocery store back in the day. And I remember... Crystal like taking me around and introducing me to everyone. Right. Was, I remember that. I don't remember meeting anyone but you. And we that's very thoughtful. I we became like, like fast friends. Instant friends, yeah. Instant friends. It, it was um crazy that I mean, whenever I saw you, I was like, who is this new girl? And of course, me back in my early 20s, um, I wanted to meet every girl. <laughs> I wanted to say hi to every girl. And and he did. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I did. No, no, I was a good boy, right? <laughs> oh my God, that's the biggest lie. Okay. <laughs> and then whenever I started becoming your friend, that's whenever I became rebellious on, you know, pretty much everything. So you, you were a negative influence on me, Katie. Me? <laughs> I mean... Whenever one of the few times that I first hung out with you, who was the one that was screaming at people, random people, random citizens in the street and just screaming outside of your Buick, your good old Buick? Barb the Buick, may she rest in peace. Yeah, I miss that. Every time I see that vehicle around town, I was like, hey, there goes Shady Katie. <laughs> um, and going on our BCs, that's something that I'll always cherish. It was pretty cool. I'm glad I could share the love of a BC. For so, real. A BC uh, is a blaze cruise because I used to be a stoner once upon a time. And uh, but it was really the stupidest thing ever because I'd bring like everything with me yeah. in the car. <laughs> like, Facts. Dumb as hell, but it was relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, though, honestly. So what is one of your favorite memories? I mean, okay, favorite memories. Let's take a look here. Um, man, there's a lot. There's a lot. It was... It was I remember, a, like, 
you and like Raymond would come over and I would always make like pico de gallo. Yes. And just like drink tecate. Like, I mean, that's, yo, that's, that's like weird. I'm like drinking that right now. <laughs> Cheers. I, I don't think I've had a tecate since college, actually. <laughs> since you left New Mexico? I switched to Dos Equis. Oh, so you bougie now. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I guess. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, one of the favorite moments that I had with you is those BC cruises. You know, um, I remember the first time that you introduced me to BC because um, I was just like, what is a BC? Like, what the hell is she talking about? And I was like, sure, yeah, I'll tag along. And I didn't know what it was until you actually explained it to me. And ever since that, I was every time that we did go on to BC, that was pretty cool because that's whenever we'll just talk about life right we'll just talk about bullshitting and um listen to good music shoot yeah. the shit, talk about weird shit weird shit for sure or talk shit about people um co-workers especially <laughs> i mean them. yeah for, <laughs> i second that <laughs> i mean every time that i still go there there's a lot of the same familiar faces i'm like i'm glad i left <laughs> i still love going there though because it is familiar so. yeah yeah when's the last time you've been there um i went in july when, right i remember when i missed you apparently yeah i met your fiance or husband now boyfriend boyfriend well your significant other um <laughs> pretty cool dude <laughs> i mean he all was right, so fucked up he does <laughs> He was quiet. He was extremely quiet whenever I was like, what yo. He was literally fucked up. So my friend Daniel had to step in and like talk to you. Yes. Yeah. Because he was <laughs> quiet and like, yo, you are right. And I honestly thought he didn't like me or he's like, I just, you know, this random guy introducing himself about his girlfriend okay. and shit like that. Yeah. So, so let me tell you real quick. So Alan went up to my boyfriend randomly. Well, not randomly. I told Alan to come meet us because we were downtown partying. But right. I never ran into Alan. Alan saw Matt and said, hey, dude, like, I know you're from Snapchat. You're Katie's boyfriend or something right. like that. Yeah. And I offered to buy him a shot. You know, I was like, hey, give me some tequila. And he was still, he was just nodding. No, I was like, oh, come on. You got to take a shot. Fucker. Let's, I already have the shot with me. And that's when your his buddy, you know, jumped in. He's like, I'll take it. I was like, cool, bro. Just take it. Let's move on. You know, let's move on with their lives and whatnot. But um, I didn't expect to see you there because we were planning to meet up. But we didn't say where exactly. You said, I'm in the downtown area. I was like, cool, me too. I was on a date. I was on a date. And then... um. Yeah, but I would have went to find you, but you fucking freaked me out. You're like, hey, if you see me, don't come up to me. I'm with baby mama. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> um, because I'm I mean, scarred for life by baby mamas because I've had baby oh my God. mama. Yes, that's that's an okay. So I already shared one of my uh, favorite memories with you. Share me one of your most um, traumatizing experiences with me. Yeah, most traumatizing experience. So I go to pick up Alan from night school and <laughs> I like pull up and I don't notice anything. He's like walking to my car. <laughs> he sits down inside the passenger seat and I look over and there's some bitch just running for my car, like running <laughs> as fast as she can. And I have no idea what's going on. She like gets to the car right up in the window. She 
opens the door and I just look at you and look at her and I push the gas and we we're like, <laughs> and the door of the Buick is fucking swinging back and forth till we get down and she's fucking yelling at you, Alan! And I'm just like, what the fuck was that? Like, I'm pretty sure I was crying. I believe you so. my ass, Alan. What the fuck? And I had no idea I was a part of any fucking shadiness. If my name's Shady Katie, it's because of you. Uh, 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 I mean, probably facts here, but I didn't know what was going on either. I was just like, hey, come pick me up, whatever. Let's hang out. Um, you know, because that's what we typically do. We'll go hang out, you know, go to your house, just watch TV or whatever the case is. You'll cook pico de gallo and, you know, and I thought it was just going to be a normal night or normal evening. However, that wasn't the case. And yeah, I remember when I first saw her charging at me like She-Hulk and um, like She-Hulk. That is a legit description, you guys. She was going to kill somebody and it, I think it was going to be me first. Yeah. Now, I think it would have been me first and then she would have gotten to you. I don't know. It could have gone either way. But the fact is that we survived it. You know, we're we're, we're survivors of that incident because um, <laughs> that was in a crazy that was a crazy experience. OK, so were y'all still together? No. OK, so this is what anybody happened. buying this bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that's what everyone says, right? Oh, we're not together, right? With the baby mama, but nah, we weren't together. Um, she started staying with me after an incident that she had, another violent incident she had with her roommate. I was like, whatever, stay with me. And um, and she thought she took that another way. I, I, I set that expectation when she first um, came back to my house. And I was like, yo, you, you stay here in my house. I'll stay with my brother. And um, she didn't appreciate that. So um, she took that a different way and she thought we were back together, which wasn't honestly the case. Um, I'm just glad I got myself out of that situation, baby mama. So when was the last time you spoke to her? Because she's like not in the picture at all, right? At all. Man, the last time I spoke to her was probably, let's see here. What year are we in 2022? I would say almost 2023. Uh, like six years ago. Six years ago, wow. I haven't. And your daughter's her. how old now? She is 13. She's going on 14 next month. So she has all that attitude, Miss Sassy, and, you know, everything she does is not an issue, right? But You've really been, like, a single dad for as long as I've known you. Seriously. I think, yeah, that is accurate because I think I just had her whenever I met you. Um, yeah, she was tiny. She was tiny, teeny, tiny. Didn't talk. That's for sure. For sure. Now she just gives me attitude. And that's all I hear from her. But she's cool. You know, she's my ride or die. Every time, you know, we go somewhere, whatever the case is, she comes along and tags along. But not recently, because I'm one of those dads where I drop her off at school and I roll down the windows like, have a great day, you know, and just pretty much being obnoxious, loud, embarrassing her. I love you. Don't forget X, Y, and Z. And um, she absolutely hates it. She ha she ha hates it to the point where she just has me drop her off in the corner of the school. And she's like, this is fine, dad. This is fine. But what I you're saying you. is I taught you how to yell out a window. Oh, my. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. I yeah, that is that's accurate statement there, because. I never used to do that. I was just like, Isn't this so much fun though. <laughs> it, it is <laughs> honestly out the window, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then I think what I get a kick out of it is those reactions. 
um, the reactions that I get whenever I start yelling at people. And, you know, I learned it from the best, Shady Katie. Now you got to be careful, though. You might get shot if you're, like, yelling out the window. This but I don't true. know. Do you remember I used to, like, yell out the apartment? I'd be like, get out of my garden. Yes, <laughs> yes, People would be man, like, fuck that's... you, or like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have a garden. You lived in an apartment complex. And I had some rocks. <laughs> you had some rocks, right? You had landscaping. <laughs> But, you know, you had to protect that because that was your only view, you know, from you lived in the very top floor, right? The third floor. Yeah. We would literally all just be huddled around the window yelling. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pastime. Agreed. And each situation that you screamed at somebody, it was a different response. Some of them were like, didn't care. They'll just move along. Look at us like weird. Some of them, some of them will pretty much be cussing back at us, whatever the case is. But yeah, like. I've never experienced the type of personality until I met you. Like you, you showed me how to pretty much be outgoing and not give a fuck. And um, I appreciate that because now in life, you know, we grew up so, I grew up so close-minded and, you know, thinking like, oh, what are they going to think of me? X, Y, and Z. But after hanging out with you for so many times, I guess I kind of grew out of my shell and being more outgoing and, Pretty much just cheerful because at the end of the day you know we have to do what's what makes us happy and if if, if it's going to embarrass us or um we're going to be shameful about it you know why live so yeah i love that that's awesome but i love that yeah yeah so are you excited about your new job it i don't know yet it's kind of the same job so it was literally just a transfer um, right. Okay, that's yeah. cool. So I'm not sure. I really don't know. I just did it to get out here. I was ready for a change. I was burnt out. I've been doing the same thing for like five and a half years. And I've been right. actively applying for other jobs and actively getting shot down for like okay. a couple of years. Shit happens. So yeah, I mean, everything happens for a reason. I'm super happy we're here. Um, and we'll just see what happens. I mean, we'll just see what happens. It's it, I don't know. It's almost like a made up position, <laughs> sort of. I really don't know what it's going to look like for me. I don't. Right. So we'll just see. And maybe just being away from where I was at was, is enough of a change. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just needed a change of pace. I also um, had a person I worked with that was like, good one. They were not in my corner. And I feel like I could not move up over there because of that. So I'm happy to have a fresh start that way Good, and see what can happen. So, yeah, fresh start is always good. You know, it's always good to have a fresh start. So did your um, boyfriend move with you? Yeah, no. Yes, he did. And everybody nice. was so freaked out. Like I, when I told all my um, coworkers, <laughs> I was leaving, they're like, is he going with you? Like all concerned, like as if I was ditching his ass. I was like, yeah, he's going with <laughs> No, he really wanted to move. So he's like born and raised in Louisiana and yeah. he's really, I mean, he's vacationed other places, but he's never lived anywhere else. Experience so that culture. Gotcha. I've been waiting for him to freak out because like every, I've moved around a lot and every move is super scary. Like yeah. it's, it's scary. It's exciting, but it's nerve wracking. And I always feel like this sick stomach or sick feeling in my stomach. And like, he has not got that feeling and mm. I don't understand it. Like I didn't have it this time either, but I've already lived in Phoenix. And also I'm doing, right. I'm doing it with him. I'm not alone. So I feel like that makes it easier. Yeah. 
So I don't know if he's just cool because I'm here or if he's just cool because he's cool, but I think he should be freaking the fuck out. <laughs> he's like he just, 20 hours away from home and everything he knows. But. I mean, maybe it's a new experience for him, but I think it just, he composes himself very well. <laughs> so still he's 39 and never lived anywhere else like i i but i guess whatever he's cool as a cucumber yeah he <laughs> seems pretty chill you know i'm happy for you i remember when you first moved to phoenix right it was right after las cruces or you went back to you went back home i went to albuquerque for like a year and then i went right to and then you moved to phoenix um <laughs> which reminds me about your one of your exes right yeah that was not a good situation Oh, that's that's a shitty situation. I'm sorry. <laughs> what does it remind you of, though? What are you thinking? I mean, so after after you and I, you know, we stopped hanging out and whatnot. That's when you started seeing him, right? Yeah. By the way, for everybody, I think it's very fucking obvious, but Alan and I used to fuck. So we <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like each other once upon a time, but we're really good fucking friends. I mean, I think we were friends before all that happened, and of we course. Were. You know, I wanted more, right? Because after hanging out with you, you, yo, you know, first of all, you you weren't my type, right? But at the fact that, you know, after hanging out with you and, you know, me being in my early 20s and seeing going about it, I was like, fuck it, right? I was, I was down for whatever. Well, not for whatever, but, you know, within my guidelines. <laughs> within my guidelines. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, so after that situation, you know, um, which, which was a fucking, I mean, in our reality, whenever we hung out, it was pretty much, it was fun, right? You know, and that's pretty much whenever I started liking you is because we started hanging out, you were fun, you were outgoing, and I just never experienced that in my, you know, opinion and situations with, you know, my other past friends, right? Everyone, every girl was pretty much just closed-minded, and, you know, I guess it was a culture that I was raised up in, right? And, just my environment but so yeah what reminds me of you after so how long had it been that you know whenever we stopped talking or whatever the case is how long did it take you to get to that person I don't know I met him when I lived in Albuquerque oh I thought you met I thought you met him here no okay so I might have a mistaken for that um emo dude oh Renee Rene, oh my god yeah because you're pretty much just bouncing back and forth between her and I from what I recall <laughs> I don't even know but you were a player know. back then I'm not gonna lie you know oh, I I wasn't dating anybody I was dating everybody <laughs> exactly everybody you know which was cool because you're in college you know and um so Rene and I were never um Rene if you're listening come on the show um <sighs> We were never serious, though. Like, I met him at a club in El Paso. Right. He would come. Good old El Paso. Yeah, he would come. Him and his friend Charlie would come visit me, like, on the weekends or whatever. And that was that. I did bring him home once to meet my parents. Yes. I was so hurt because I think we were talking way more than, yeah, we've been talking much further or much longer than you and Renee were talking and you brought him. And I was like, I got jealous. I was like, what the fuck? And so, yeah. Anyways, move along with your story. <laughs> you definitely would have been the better choice to introduce to the parentals. I do not know what I was thinking. 
but like I wouldn't let him talk to my dad like I remember he went out to the garage and he was like trying to talk to my dad and I went out there and I was just looking at him like what the fuck are you doing out here talking to my dad and I like made him feel all awkward and made him come in like and my dad thought he was gay so and <laughs> I remember I mean he may have been I don't know I've dated a few it it wouldn't surprise me you know I, you know I'm a really good beard you know, we just party and then I pass out and then you can do whatever and whoever you want. So. Amen to that. Let's cheers to that. <laughs> oh, like, shit. <laughs> so you're thinking of Renee. No, we were never yes. serious. Why not? I, I think you had commitment issues. <laughs> I think so too. So I, I think that I didn't actually think somebody could like me. I got that. I didn't want to be played, so I was going to play you first. Yeah, I got that too, you know, because... I didn't want to be vulnerable. Yeah, I see that. Um, Because whenever I was, you know, expressing my feelings, being vulnerable too, you're just like, why me though? You're just always second questioning it, right? Why me? You know, and nobody's ever liked me. So... Which is weird because... I am pretty. I am fun. I am like a normal yes. fucking human being. <laughs> not normal. Let's let's not, not normal. But you know <laughs> what I mean. Like I don't know why I've always felt like I'm so different or so weird or like somebody couldn't possibly like me. Yeah. Like, but I've always felt that way. Not I anymore. Now I'm like, they like I, me. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I totally uh, back then, right? I didn't understand like who who. Why could you not know somebody likes you? Why could you not know, you know, that somebody could be attracted to you? And it was just puzzling to me because I was just, and then in our reality, whenever I did wanted something more or whatever the case is, um, of course, there was that, you know, my background, right? I'm this um, short mustache, Hispanic, Mexican guy. And- Don't listen to Helga. <laughs> um, Can you believe okay. she called you out? <laughs> yeah, I was like, she called me out. Like, I was like, hey, I mean, <clears throat> in our reality, so this is Nebula, right? No, Helga. Helga. Oh, then <laughs> I don't know who she is in. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, then I can't put a. F- I'm not really good with names. Did she drive the Hummer? Yes. Okay, she was cool. <laughs> she was cool. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, I remember we did a BC in her, in her Hummer. Um, I think we were in off-roading. I can't recall. That was once. Know. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Yeah. I think like it, <laughs> I don't even well, know. Well, anyways, <laughs> you're always getting like shit talked to about hanging out with me um <laughs> you know because of course i dressed a certain way at that time right and i understood right i never took offense to you know whatever the case as why are you bringing no, them? i mean it's, i think i was embarrassed and that's super shitty but i also I mean, brought you everywhere and it wasn't you that did and embarrassed of what it wasn't your looks it wasn't the way you dress it wasn't any of that uh, i don't know i honestly don't know that fact but um i, I saw that after a while but you know, I, we talked about it and I was really never offended whatsoever because um, I'm pretty chill. I don't know. What do you think? I'm, I'm pretty relaxed. How, how you ever lost? How you ever saw me lost my shit while you ever hung out? No, no. 
<laughs> I seen you lose your shit on me all the fucking time. I would say, and you know what's funny, Alan? I am not like, I'm actually not a bitch. I'm actually not that way at all. You're not. I was such a raging bitch to you a lot. Well, I mean, obviously only when I was like blackout drunk, but. <laughs> blackout <laughs> drunk. And I don't remember telling you that. I don't remember this. I don't remember that. And then I got to the point where like, I think you're just saying that, you know, so you don't have to face that conversation. Well, but... truth be told, I probably really didn't remember it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you did. Well, I, I we did drink a lot back then. And. It was unhealthy as far as, I mean, it was a love and hate relationship between you and I, like, <laughs> but in all reality, at the end of the day, you're cool to hang out with and what remember what I, that's why, you know, with Renee, um, cause I was just, you know, confused about the fact that I was still hurt that you took him to Albuquerque. I was like, man, this chick, but. It was so funny. I never knew that, but like, that totally makes sense. Like he was literally like. I did not know him the way I knew, knew you. I never even had yeah. conversations with him the way I've had conversations with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, you got to describe this guy because he had like spiked hair, right? Wait. He, From what I remember. Still hot as hell. Nice. Yeah, he, I mean, he was definitely like typical emo El Paso boy. I don't know. I, I, never, I honestly never saw an El Paso email before in my life until oh, you, know, the, you showed me pictures of him. So. I showed you pictures of him. Yeah, you're fucking drunk. <laughs> you're like so you're bragging about him all the time. You know, I was like, okay, dude. <laughs> Thought I was rude. Uh, uh, okay, on- but then here's the deal. Then you got with somebody a very and you were very serious with this person. And then I wanted to be with you. Okay. And then you turned me down. And then we've been friends ever since. I mean, <laughs> quite frankly. I, I I did want it to be with you, right? Um, okay, well, you're engaged to somebody else. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, all right. That happened later, like a, a year later. But I, okay, so yeah, I do remember um, because you called me like, hey, I want to talk and I was already with this chick, right? Um, well, my ex-fiance. <laughs> um, I was already with her and you called me and that's pretty much whenever you express your feelings towards me. And I was in my head like, what the fuck? Why now? Like, why now? Like, why do you want to be with me now? And it bothered me because I've always had feelings for you back then. Um, and while I was with her, I was always like, did I make the right choice? Did I, did I not? And, you know, I think about it, you know, not too long ago. I think, when did we start talking? Like, well, not again, but when we were, well, it was one time that we were on the phone and, I was just thinking to myself, what if I did make that choice, right? But I don't regret making my current choices because I'm happy right now, right? So everything happens for a reason. Everything, ha- yes, I, I say that all the time. Everything happens for a reason. And, um, and I, whenever you pretty much reached out to me and told me about that situation, um, I, I was like, deep down, I was like, about fucking time, right? About fucking time. But what made you change your mind, right? Better what late you... than never. Exactly. Probably, that I, probably just that I was jealous and I was probably seeing you being in a relationship with somebody else and how it could have been. I mean, I am a pretty awesome person, so I get it. But then, 
I don't even know. Well, I don't even know how. I don't even know how she knew who I was, but there was some tension there. Okay, so <laughs> yes, I don't, I don't know either, right? I don't know how she, she knew about you until later on the story. So <laughs> um, I think whenever she knew about you is whenever uh, we were in, her and I were in a relationship and you started doing... Um, what, what is that you guys do for Catholicism? I got, I went to confirmation and confirmation. She, worked, she worked at the church. She worked at the church because she was highly involved at the church. That was like her second home. Yeah, you um, had a good girl. <laughs> she was, she was a good girl. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> she was, you, and that was my fault, right? But um, <laughs> I remember, now that we're talking about, I remember one time I went to church with her to mass. <laughs> and, and so I, I know yes. what <laughs> so I was just you know nonchalant you know just watch I'm not Catholic however I you know went to you know support her respect her religion her decisions I went there you know to make her happy right and I also wanted to experience a different religion to see what their culture was all about and just have an open-minded about the whole situation about religion. However, during my endeavors going to that church, um, I was just sitting one day in mass, just watching, you know, the priest do his thing, you know, and so my ex goes into the restroom. <laughs> my, goes, my ex goes into the restroom. He's like, I'll be back. I was like, cool, go do your thing. And <laughs> I went and sat by you. You went and sat <laughs> by me. Yes. I, I was, I was just I startled. I was like, yo, what are you doing here? Like, you know, you're going to get me killed. And we're at the place of the holiness here. And you want to go ahead and just do this here? And I, I was, was just saying hi. I mean, I was. <laughs> That, that, that is one heck of a way to say hi whenever my ex leaves the, the bench, goes to the restroom, rushing over here and just sits next to you and says, hey, how are you? <laughs> what are you doing? I could just only imagine what the, the, the front and back bystander were talking or like saying about us. Yo, what is going on? This girl just randomly sit next to him. And um, but. <laughs> I was literally shitting bricks because I was like, yo, she's going to come back. And I was just like looking back and forward to you back over there and making sure, you know, she didn't see any of that. And she didn't. But what are the coincidences of you doing confirmation at the and same time? She did me or? dirty, by the way. She spelled my name wrong on purpose in yes. the first program. Fucking bitch. She did. <laughs> she she came she came to my house right all proud it's like what are you happy about so remember that bitch you used to sleep with <laughs> which one <laughs> um <laughs> well I spelled her name wrong and I was like oh Katie Kaufman like, like a, a good old burn I think she just used like a k instead of a c like it was not right a good <laughs> I know but but it felt I, that, good. Like, I get it. She, she yeah I felt good for her but <clears throat> honestly I, I don't remember how she knew about you but we, we must have talked about it of course but i don't remember having that conversation and it turns out her cousin was in the same sorority as me yes dude. and then she like blocked me and i had no idea why i was like what like yeah but by that um, time i was already kicked out of that damn sorority so all good man you're just a rebel all around i don't know i'm a good time you honestly you are right and even just as friends you're a really good you 
you know how to have a good time. And that's why I was like, every time you invited me to go somewhere or um, just to hang out at your house with a group of friends, I was like, yeah, you know, because I always had a good time. Um, even though I was a socially awkward one. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, you were. I thought I was, honestly. Every, I don't know. I that's don't just you feeling, that's just probably you feeling out of place with my friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was definitely out of place. It was definitely not my environment, but um, it was well needed. But you weren't out of place. Like, it's just you felt that way. Right. No, yeah, I get you. It makes sense. So I don't know. Okay. So when and where do you feel most like yourself? I know that's a weird question. No, that's a very good question because I don't even know that. So <laughs> um, I would, would want to say next to my daughter. That's pretty much the only time that I'm at myself is when I'm with her because she knows me, right? She's my best friend and she's pretty cool. I can never be myself in front of, you know, everyone else because I don't want to go ahead and show them that. And I realize that every relationship, friend or romantic, is going to end up as a funeral. And that may be negative. What do you mean as a funeral? The, the, the relationship would die eventually, right? The, the relationship's going to go ahead and die. Like your friend relationship, right? We just lose connection because... the dumbest way to look at something ever. It is. And it, I'm not, I'm not, you know, like, or I'm arguing about that, but it, it, you're totally 100% it is. But based off of my experience, I mean, I'm not that type of person where I'm going to go ahead and I'll make the effort for a bit. But at the end of the day, you know, it goes both ways. So, so here's my take on that. And I didn't mean to say like, that's the dumbest thing, but that's no, you're good. Thing. Uh, no, I think people are in your life at a certain time for a certain reason. And some friendships might last forever and some won't, but they were necessary at that time. Yeah. Facts. I see. And that. even like we are friends, however many years later, what do we say? 14 years or something like that. Something like that. Um, and there's been like ebbs and flows and sometimes we talk and sometimes we go without yeah. talking. Right. But we've been pretty fucking friendly for several years now. For reals. <clears throat> I think it's easier to keep in touch with people now because of social media. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's easier to keep in touch. And I feel like, again, like I said, they're in your life for a reason. It's up to you to like water that and like make it last or not. But right. I, I want to be authentically me. Like I, that is why I hope and pray and also know that this podcast will someday take off because I want to sure. be able to be paid to be me, to be Katie motherfucking Kaufman and yeah. sit here and shoot the shit with my friends and tell great stories. Like, That's fun. I want people to know everything now. Yeah. I remember you used to keep a lot of things hush hush. Very, every, <laughs> everything. I was very secretive. I knew everybody else's shit, but I didn't tell anybody my shit. Why is that? Because I didn't want to be judged and I didn't want their opinion. Okay. So, and later in life too, like I have tons of friends that always tell you about every breakup and then they get back together and then they break up and then they get back together. Like with my yeah. ex, with my ex, I literally never we didn't do that. I don't break up and get back. Like when I was done, I was done. And then I told everybody the shit that went down. Oh yeah. <laughs> then I told everybody the shit that went down, but <laughs> I'm not going to tell somebody the shit, the, the bad shit. If I'm not going to do something about it. 
Yeah. Because that it's super sense. annoying to hear bad things are happening to your friends and they stay in that situation. That is very annoying, right? And the most they, annoying. <laughs> the, and they bitch about the same thing, right? They break up and they get back together and then it happens again. And I get that. And, you know, whenever somebody doesn't want to help themselves, you know, I'm not even going to go ahead and put that effort in. So I totally get you about that relationship. That's pretty much the toxic relationship, right? So do you think, um, how many toxic relationships have you been in? I, I mean, I've, so like actual boyfriends, this is only my second boyfriend, Alan. Right. So this so is who only, your first one. I want to hear that. It was the last time I was in Phoenix. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Phoenix. I'm not going to uh, say his name. I'm not going to put him on blast. Oh, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to ask you for his name. I remember, I, I remember. And, you know, you used to vent to me about him and shit like that. And I felt for you, right? Because you're my friend, you know, you still are my friend. And I don't like seeing you going through this shit like that. But, you know, fuck him, right? You're happier. You, you're successful. And, you know, of course, no, you he, want to be more successful. And I respect that you're ambitious. So No, he, he and I are in a good place, too. We have we talked recently this past year. Nice. There's no there's no like hate there or anything like that. Like, I wish him nothing but the best. And I think vice versa. But it was a very toxic fucking relationship. Yeah. And, and abusive and not good at all. Mm. But I never told anybody anything until I was done. And I made yeah. sure I was really done. Um, but it's but that. it's only because I know and I don't want to be that annoying person that I get so annoyed with. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why I seclude myself um, because I, I, I'm, I'm pretty much kind of thinking the same way, right? Um, I'm not going to share. And I don't like sharing my business out there because then, of course, the word of mouth, right? And I'm a very secretive person, but life happens. So do you think <clears throat> those relationships were necessary, right? The toxic relationships were necessary. Um, yes. And I don't regret it either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't regret any relationship I've ever been in. Ever. And I'm actually friends with any, like. All of them? (laughs) All of them. He was the, 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 the serious ex was the only one I wasn't friends with. And we recently like made peace. So like, I'm friendly with all my exes or anybody I used to like hook up with like there. And I, that's something I want to know. Do you think guys and girls can really be friends? Fuck. Um, I do. I mean, <clears throat> you look at you. Know, you look at you and I. You know, we're still friends, and I think we've established those boundaries, right? Where we moved on from what we used to have. So, I want to say yes, based off of our um, friendship and what our history was like, because it was very toxic, right? But I think it was necessary for us to because we were friends before whatever the situation happened and um to answer really your funny, question so, oh go ahead sorry finish yes I would say yes okay yes <laughs> <laughs> I think so too but like so okay I well I knew we were gonna hang out and you were gonna meet everybody when I went down there in July right but I didn't really know like um I don't know how to mention we used to hook up or like how to bring it up. You know what I mean? 
But then, so, but then he's like, yeah, your friend, this dude, Alan came up to me and da, da, da. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, well, we used to hook up, but yeah, he's my buddy now. And da, da, and he's like, oh, that's cool. That's what's up. And I was just like, all right, it's out there. <laughs> it's out there. It's out in the universe. We're Gucci. <laughs> so, um, what, but, what do and you that's even... what I love about Matt though, is he is so, he, he is not jealous. It drives me crazy. Sometimes I'm like, be jealous, but he's not. He's not, because yeah. he trusts me, and I fucking love that. And I remember telling you that before. I was like, no, he trusts yeah. me. You're like, that's kind of wild. Like, I remember, because <laughs> we were talking, like, we weren't, we weren't talking like that, but we, we were starting to reconnect, right, and just catching up, because we didn't have talked in, in quite some time. And I don't even remember how the conversation started, but I remember you telling me that he was cool, he's not jealous, and I was just, you know, startled by it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what, what guy is it? And that's to your question, right? Um, at first, I was like, you know, exes can never be friends, right? Girls and guys can never be friends. Even if you're in a relationship, I had that mentality. But um, as I grew older, and I, and that all depends on the individual, right? If they're it's maturing It's going to depend enough, on all the individual. It's going to depend on who you're in a relationship other. with. Yeah. It's going to depend on a lot. And yeah. it could be cra- crossing boundaries, just depending on the situation. So it just depends. But I remember you being like, so you'll tell him we talked? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, hey, you got to make sure because, you know, there'll be a few phone calls, random phone numbers calling you. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then it's, you know, their significant other on the other line and um, giving you an earful of it. But Has that happened to you before, Alan? Because that's bro. never happened to me lies that's probably lies however yeah it's happened you know and i'm like yo i don't need i didn't even know you guys were in a relationship my bad you know why are you coming at me you should be going at her she's the one who lied i i'm the innocent bystander here i'm the victim a victim (laughs) get out of here get the fuck out of here all right next question what would you do on a perfect day perfect day i would go ahead and take the roof off of my jeep um take the doors off and go off-roading, you know? And it's like your thing now, huh? You're always posting about off-roading. I would be scared shitless. I would literally be hanging onto the oh shit bar, like crying. <laughs> I'm a safe driver, I would like to say. Um, Wait, you just said, take the roof off, take the doors off. Like, that doesn't <laughs> sound safe at all. <laughs> um, it's quite safe, but I, I, I've always been an outdoors person. I just really never knew how to express that until I started hiking. Um, and then I started going into the mountains and I was doing that like literally once a week or every other week. Um, if I was my day off, I'm gonna go. And I, I was getting bored of that and I needed a, a bigger adventure, right? I needed that adrenaline to continue to, you know, come right. And, accumulate but and I couldn't be I, I couldn't find that right so I, I I a buddy of mine um she has a pretty cool jeep and she took me off-roading one time and I was like yo I fucking love this shit and ever since then I've been wanting a jeep and I just recently purchased my jeep for my birthday and it was a spontaneous which is um, May purchase. 5th that's May another 5th. reason we got along you have the same birthday as one of my other best friends yes right <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I thought you said just because you like drinking on May 5th. You just like drinking, period. So well, I, I like it. drinking, period, yes. But it was my friend's birthday, one of my best friend's birthday, Andriana. 
yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. Attention. What are some small things that make your day better? I mean, small things that make my day better. All right. So we live in New Mexico, right? And marijuana is now recreational. So, I mean, that, that might take a big part of it, right? Where it makes my day better. In all reality, I think just waking up to, you know, the sunshine beaming into my room and I'm a plant person now. You're a plant so as you say that, I can literally see a plant in the reflection of your TV. Yes, <laughs> my plants, oh all my of my God. plants. I love them. Plant daddy. All right. Um, a lot of people see that as weird, right? Because uh, gardening is more f- feminist, right? But it's not I, weird. I, 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 not to me, right? I fucking love my plants. I love um, taking care of them. And I love I love them seeing to thrive. They once they they thrive, I'm like, yo, I'm doing something good, right? And I get that sort of accomplishment on my end I, <clears throat> that I'm actually doing something pretty good with whatever, right? I'm taking care of this, and it's I'm seeing the results. Um, even though I did that with my daughter for the past 14 years, 13 years, but um, I, I think that is my um, sense of relaxation where. I take care of my plants. I even have my own greenhouse now. I built my greenhouse um, um, nail by nail. And it. my daughter even gets jealous <laughs> with my greenhouse and all my plants. It takes so your time? It takes a lot of my time. Of course, it takes a lot of my time because I'm out in the backyard and I try to get her involved, right? Like, hey, come over here and help me. And <clears throat> and I think she she's to the point where she... I try to force her to come with me and it didn't work out and she even tried to where she took a um, gardening class at her school and she didn't dig it so like all right cool that's not our thing right so let's figure it's not our thing it's not our thing right um it's my thing it's not yours but i'm 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 cool with it so um but as long as i wake up to my plants and the sun just beaming in my face i that's one of the most precious things that i do enjoy because it's another day of life right it's another day that you can live and make new memories so yeah what about yours Mm, little things like just literally my morning cup of coffee makes my day better I recently started journaling a little bit nice so I'm not doing it daily I want to but I have started and that just that makes my day a little better um what prompt that idea my counselor because I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I seek therapy too. My therapist is pretty cool, so I get you. <laughs> How long have you been in therapy for? Oh, bro. I went to not long because um not long. I started I started after like my the mother of my second child. <laughs> um maybe mama number two. Maybe mama drama. <laughs> um so it was been since May, right? Since my birthday. And um, that's when I bought my Jeep. That's when I bought my... Wait, how I, old are you? I'm 32. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say, is this like a quarter life crisis? You start right. therapy, you buy a Jeep, <laughs> you start taking uh, your plants. I'm just it was kidding. baby mama issues, right? But um, whatever the case... <laughs> yeah, you... <laughs> yeah. Um, so with her, you know, I... After that relationship, I needed 
I didn't have a support group, right? I didn't have anybody to talk to because I'm very private person. And even with my siblings, I really don't talk to them about anything. Um, and I think that's just my Mexican culture, right? Hide your feelings, shut up, don't be a pussy and things like that. But um, I needed to talk to somebody and I knew I needed to talk to somebody. And that's whenever I started looking into therapists and um, I found, a, I, it took me like three therapists to find the one I like. Really? <laughs> you know? Yeah. People always talk about that. I have never, like whoever I get, I stick with. So I've right. never experienced that. How did you know that the first two were not the right two? It was like a checklist to them. Go ahead and fill out this paperwork. Based off this answers, it looks X, Y, and Z. Based off of this checklist, X, Y, and Z. And the last one that I knew, she got to know me first. She got to know me first, um, what my goals were and um, what I needed to do to pretty, in my own opinion, what I needed to do, go ahead and get to my goal. And after like about two months is whenever she was pretty much now, <clears throat> basis off our conversations and X, Y, and Z, this is what I feel like. This is what I want to go ahead and do. This is our treatment plan. And um, so whenever I saw that, I was like, cool, she's wanting to go ahead and get to know my background, what my daily struggles are and what my goals are. And she developed a plan for that. And I thought that was fucking awesome because I'm all about strategies, game plans, short-term goals to hit your long-term goals and whatnot. And I saw that in her. So I was like, cool. And she made our conversations like nonchalant. It's like, so tell me about your weekend. Tell me this and that. And then, because I, whenever I go to therapy, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what to talk to her about. Like, I don't know what to do. Right. And we meet, we, we meet weekly. So every time that we meet, I was like, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to say because I didn't do the task that she gave me this past week. And why I didn't you do it, Alan? Right. You know, because I'm a procrastinator. That's one of my fucking flaws. Um, yeah, but, um, moving along with that, my, so she, that, it gave me that sense of, um, urge to go ahead and accomplish whatever she gave me. Right. But even if I didn't accomplish it that last week, she's like, it's okay. We're human, right? We make mistakes. Well, we're going to do this. And she gives me a, another plan to go ahead and, and focus on my daily struggles and whatnot. But, she was literally trying to, I felt like she was genuinely trying to help me um, to be, to get where I wanted to be. And that is just to pretty much have a clear, have a clear mind, right? Not have that anxiety. Um, and for us, Mexican culture, we were always taught like anxiety. What is that? It's, you're just being, you know, um, lack of better words, a pussy, right? Just get over it. <laughs> um, so she she was the one who pretty much helped me understand that it's it's actually there right there's actually anxiety there's actually you're actually attacks. allowed to feel things right we we have feelings and we have those emotions and at first i was like i don't want to show those to you what do you <laughs> don't so don't ask me those questions right but um at the end of each session i was able to go ahead and be more open about it and be more um um self-aware of all of that because it's actually a thing and it, it, it's pretty cool that I started to do that journey. No, that is a thing I'll tell you so and I haven't even shared this really but Matt and I recently started going to couples counseling and nice. I I'm a big fan like I've wanted this 
since yeah. we first started dating. Um, especially if I'm going to marry his ass, we better get <laughs> some fucking couples counseling. But no, it's just so funny because I honestly don't think he even knows how he feels. Like, yeah, I could see that. Like from a guy's perspective. Touch with it. Yeah. And so yeah. he, he kind of thinks this is bogus, but he's also going <laughs> along with it because he knows it's important to me. Yeah. But I think like, it's similar to what you said. It, it, until you have that breakthrough where you're like, okay, I can be honest. I can be upfront. I can, it doesn't make me a pussy. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, I think for men, I think for men that takes a long time to get there or maybe not a long time, but it takes some coaxing to get there. Yeah. I agree with that because, you know, we don't want to go ahead and openly share every feeling we encounter. So it, it takes some time to um, trust, to trust and then open up. But that's awesome that, you you know, he's open-minded. And I think that's, um, that's awesome that you find somebody like that because it's hard to find somebody that is not jealous. It's hard to find somebody that doesn't have those insecurities. And it's open to pretty much you having your guy friends. Pretty much he's he's cool with you living your life, right? That's um, the my favorite part about being with him is that he allows me to be me and like all my weirdness and all my everything. And he loves it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at first, like I felt like he was tricking me. <laughs> like I would be like, <laughs> he'd be like, trap. I don't. I don't want to go to New Orleans. I don't want to go to the concert. You go. And like, I would feel super fucking guilty the whole time. Like, because with my ex, he would have been like thinking I was doing something and using it against me and all these things. And so like, it's so funny because for like a good year, I would feel guilty about doing things. I wouldn't even enjoy doing things that I would normally enjoy because I would feel like it was a setup and it was not a setup. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Why do you feel it was a setup? Like, tell me more about that. Because it, because in a past relationship, it would have never been okay to go to a concert by myself with, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, because who knows what this whore could have been doing. So like. <laughs> oh my God. I no. guess you know yourself, right? <laughs> get no, it. no, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm that's what joking. my ex thought. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. No, yeah, no, I get my it. my ex thought I was like the biggest whore. And then I was like, am I a whore? did I do that and like the problem is I, I was always blackout drunk so I mean I could have but I didn't think I did I mean you don't have no kids now so I don't think so right we're good we're good we're good <laughs> um you know so what you're telling me is that you brought your previous experience you know and baggage to your new relationship and I think most people do that yeah of course some of that baggage of course, you know, and I don't think that's fair, in my opinion, I don't think it's fair to the next person, right, because they're not the ones who caused that to you, um, and I, I I grew to realize that <clears throat> you got to give this next relationship, which, like any relationship, right, friends or romantic. You can't assume it's all like the last or the, the worst. Exactly, and that's what my therapist told me is that, hey, you know, um, you got to take your wall down brick by Wait. brick. The, the baby mama that you went to counseling over. Right. Is that, were you holding things against her from your previous relationship? No, this was just like, we, her and I were together for, we're going on five. Well, no, we're not going on fucking five years. It was uh, four years or five. Fuck, I don't remember. Four or five uh, years, got it. Four or five years, right? <laughs> we were together for five years. So much shit has happened. 
she cheated, I cheated. And it was just a back and forth thing. Um, and it got to the point where it was toxic, extremely toxic. And it's still toxic to this day. Do you um, think you can come back from cheating in a relationship? No. I you mean, really don't? Ah, man, off of my experience, okay, I cannot say. Because you've done it, both. You've cheated I've done and both. cheated on. So have of, I. Of course, right? Um, we, you know, we, we, we're not saints here. But based off my own experience, I want to say no. Because once that boundary has been broken, I'm going to have that, like, anxiety. Oh, shit. She's going to go ahead and do this now. Fuck. Right, let me go see what she's doing. Let me text her. X, Y, and Z. Oh, wait. Let me go see here. Um, let me check her social media. And it just be starts becoming this obsession where we don't want to get hurt because we hurt that person. So we're expecting that. And we want to go ahead and find it immediately, right? So, and that's just the way my thought, right? My way of thinking is, and I've talked to my other buddies um, and how they dealt with situations like that. It was pretty much the same similarities, right? But to answer your question, I don't think a relationship can be, you know, and it all depends on the individuals, right? But in my experience, it's possible, but it's really fucking hard to come back. It, from that. It's yes, it's possible, but it's hard to come from that because that boundary has been broken once. It could happen again, right? Whatever the situation was, whatever happened, um, it occurred. It happened, and that bond was just broken for whatever reason. And that's just something that I feel like you can never go back from. So what is your opinion on that? I pretty much agree. Like I said, I think it's possible, but I think that takes a lot of hard work, a lot of couples counseling, a lot of crazy shit. Like right. it would take a lot of work. I know with my ex, like um, once I knew he cheated on me, because I'm not somebody like, I don't look through phones. I don't do anything like that. I, I no. don't, <laughs> but I don't, but once... <laughs> once I found out he cheated, I did. And every yeah. time I looked, I found something and that's just how it goes. Like, yeah, I hear so, you, but I was a, cra but I was crazy. And like, and I hate that. Cause that's not who I am with. with yes. We have never looked at each other's phones. I don't give a fuck what he's doing on there. He doesn't give a fuck what I'm doing on there. And that's how it should be. The minute you feel like you need to see in that phone, that's a problem. It's a problem. It's definitely a problem. And um, because on, and I will tell you, like, even if he's texting his ex-girlfriend, I trust him. He's not, or I don't think he is, but I don't give a fuck if he was, <laughs> is what I'm saying, because I trust him. Yeah. And that's a really different feeling. It is. And that is rare to find. Um, so how did it make you feel whenever he gave you that trust? When did you first realize that he actually genuinely trusts you? And how did that make you feel? It was like surreal for a really long time. I bet. Like I would call my mom and like tell her and she'd be like, yeah, like that's how it should be. And I'm like, but like, this is not how it is for most yeah. of my friends. Like for most exactly. of my friends, this is not how it is. For most of my friends, they're in toxic motherfucking relationships that they should not be in. Amen. And it's not normal, but it's normalized. Yeah. Like those toxic relationships are normalized. And I was thinking about it today, actually. 
because honestly, being in Arizona kind of makes me think about my ex because I lived right. here. With him. I was going to ask you about that. I'm staying in an apartment and it's not good, bad, whatever. It's just like, he's on my mind because this is where I lived with him. So wait, hold on. You living in the same apartment? No, but I'm like, I'm fucking da- up the street and around the corner. I'm literally but, like, I could walk to our old apartment. Yeah. So there's all these like mixed emotions, flashbacks. Yeah. And like I'm saying, it's not bad. It's not good. It's not whatever, but it's just like happening. I don't particularly like thinking about my ex. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, laugh. Uh, it's just, and I talked to my counselor about it on Friday because I'm like, it almost makes me feel guilty to even think about my ex, even if okay. it's not good or bad. You know what I mean? Because I'm in a yeah. really great relationship and I'm happy and he's amazing. Good. I'm not doing anything wrong. People right. are going to have thoughts and it's not a big deal, but it's still a weird place to be. Yeah. I was in Louisiana and that was away from everything, including my own family. Yeah. And now it's like, well, now Matt's coming into my world. So let's see how you can hang over here on the West side. <laughs> <laughs> on the West side. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. How's the weather? Like the difference? I Is Louisiana like humid or tell me about that. I, I, I've actually, I, I was planning to go um, to go see my cousin in Houston next summer and then stop by Louisiana because I want to go to Mardi Gras. I want to, I want to experience that. Okay. Yes. Do Mardi Gras once, but honestly, New Orleans is more fun on any regular weekend rather than Mardi Gras. Like Mardi Gras, is that? it's too many people. Like you can't uh, walk. Like so, it's it's like whenever you go to Six World or Six Flags um, or Sea World. <laughs> it's way worse. Like I'm telling <laughs> you, that. you can't move. And and I did it, and I can say I'll never do it again. So, well, I mean, I guess I would. Like if one of my friends really want to do it, I'd do it. But like, not something I want to do. I'd rather go this weekend. Like any other yeah. weekend is going to be fun. New Orleans is the best. It's my favorite city ever. Nice. I'll meet you down there anytime you want to go. Let's fucking party. Cool. But how you couldn't go in the last five and a half years that I lived there? Fuck you. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, go after I moved to Phoenix. <laughs> My Thanks. aunt was like, I'm sorry I never got down there to see you. I'm like, you had five and a half fucking years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> five years. I gave you ample time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, honestly, like, I had the opportunity to go to. New Orleans however I I didn't know like hey I'm gonna go down there you just, let's meet up and have a beer right just platonic right but I didn't know how your boyfriend would react right and I wouldn't want to go ahead and throw that out there because of that right and I didn't want to ruin whatever whatever you currently have because you seem happy dude you seem happy as fuck so yeah. yeah. So do you. You are like doing your thing. You're like constantly at the gym. You're going off-roading. You're working. Yeah. You're like managing people. I mean, it's a lot of self-love because you know it, it you can't be happy in from what my therapist and I were talking about. You can't be happy unless you actually do love yourself and love the things you're doing and don't seek that um improvement from everyone else yeah because who cares like no in your mind we're never gonna have that sort of satisfaction where people like you or they approve of you it's and not I, even any of our business if people like us right you know and <laughs> I, I learned to realize that like if nobody likes you fuck it um 
And of course, I had that mentality when I was younger, but that deep thoughts of like, yo, I must have said something wrong because this person doesn't really didn't smile to me today, right? I don't think like that anymore. Like, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I'm doing me. I'm happy. I had a great morning. You're not going to kill my vibe. So um, it, it takes a it took me. Um, it was a long journey for me to get where I'm at mentally. Um, so, and whenever like I talk to my coworkers or um, my friends, they're like, "Yo, you look, you, you seem different, right? You seem different," and they they like it. And I I was like, "Yeah, cool. I like it too because I am different. You know, I grew out of whatever I was dealing with mentally and just pretty much just." not giving a fuck and just making yourself happy and do and some people may call it selfish right um doing whatever you want to do and do what's what makes you happy but at the end of the day i don't expect to make i don't expect anyone to make me happy so i was asked the question um does this person make you happy and that person was there and i they were there in the session yeah, no, 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 no. It was a it, we were just a group of friends. Oh, okay. okay. And I and I I took a date. I took a date. And um we were her and I were dating for some time. And she said, Hey, does she make you happy? I said, No. And she looks at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I was like, she doesn't make me happy because I make myself happy. I don't need her to make me happy, even though I do enjoy her company. But when I'm happy and that's all that really matters, um, and for some reason, she really liked that. I, I wasn't even trying to be rude or anything like that. It was just, um, no one's going to make you happy unless you make yourself happy first. So, Well, somebody can to... make you happy, but you have to already be happy. Exactly, yeah. So You have to add to your life. Exactly. It's an addition. Um, icing on the cake and whatnot. But, yeah, it just, it's been a journey. I love that. So... One more question. What are you absolutely determined to do? To have a fucking shot with you, dude. Shut um, the fuck up. <laughs> like, you were in fucking Las Cruces, and I, I met your boyfriend. I met your friend, but we didn't even get to see each other. And um, I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> okay, that's here in the three weeks. <laughs> nice. Well, um, we definitely got to go ahead and um, hit up the the bars and whatnot but what i'm determined in like short term long term goals i don't know honestly i think i just want to i'm determined to continue to be happy i don't want to involve myself with any um with any you know girl that is gonna pretty much cause whatever i had right and that that might be my therapist talking like you're gonna bring your old baggage to your new relationships like um i i think i just as long as i'm continue to do what makes me happy is you know spending time with my kids going to the gym and having a lot of me time because what i've learned to realize is that um i'm an introvert to the point where I go out and I'm like, man, fuck this place. Let's get this to go. And I'm gonna go to my house and just kick back, right? But I, I think I'm just determined to continue to make myself happy and just live like that. So I don't expect anyone else to um, bring that addition to it because 
yeah, I just, that's one of my determination is to be happy. How about you? I mean, definitely be happy. I've definitely got a lot of career goals. Um, right. And I'm feeling really uncertain in certain areas of my life, like in career, in like a lot of different things. I'm feeling uncertain, but I've also never been more confident in my life. And I've never felt more sure of everything I'm doing. Um, I really feel like I'm who I want to be right now. And I'm making decisions to be that person and like setting boundaries to cut out negativity in my life. And like, I don't know, I'm really fucking happy right now. I really am. So. You seem happy, dude. You seem happy. And, um, and now whenever you, <laughs> whenever you're telling me about your podcast and all of that, you were so, you know, yeah. you're like, kind of like a maniac stat status. But <laughs> I felt that way, Alan, manic. I felt fucking manic. And I want some of that manic back, that mania. Like I still feel that way, but like figuring out how to do it and also juggle real life is really tough. Yeah. Like how do but, I work full time, try and do this and like just everything. Still be Move, a like all the things. Yeah. Right. Not a I housewife. Mean, he cooks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, bro, you're not are you not cooking? He doesn't like my food. He thinks I'm a bad cook. <laughs> Has you ever tried that steak you made me? <laughs> no, but he'd probably say it's it's too salty. He's got sensitive taste buds. I'm, I gotcha. swear to God, if he and I break up, it is because he's a picky eater. And I will tell you that right now. Wow. It might be the demise of us. I have to sometimes invite his friends over and cook for them just so they'll tell me I'm a good cook and like reaffirm that <laughs> because I fuck anything up I try to make for this man. So. Well, I guess but, lesson learned and don't cook for him. Take out it you, is. Thank you on the steak. I remember I did make, make a good steak back in the day. I mean, and there was this um Kaufman secret sauce from what I remember, and you refused to give me the recipe. Um, is it still <laughs> secret? <laughs> no, it wasn't even a Kaufman recipe. It is. But you lied soy, to me. It is soy sauce. Typical le woman. Lemon crushed red pepper and like garlic salt that's oh, it that's simple it's super here. simple and it's such a good marinade it is i really enjoyed it and honestly that was like one of the first time a woman has ever cooked for me so thank you for that appreciate it dude those white <laughs> girls they do it those white girls <laughs> yeah those crazy white girls but i'm just kidding Alan, you're a pretty excellent podcast. No, I think I think this is going to be a really good episode. I'm excited. I think um, I think we talked about a lot of good shit. I think it was pretty vulnerable. I yeah, I think I we got pretty fucking deep. <laughs> I, I forgot we were doing this. I I was just talking to you as like just a friend, honestly. Oh, yeah, I wanted then, to get in. I wanted to get into the dirt. To the dirt. Um, I mean yeah we got into it um but not even like whenever i do talk to you um every time we do talk we always just pretty much just talk about anything and everything and if it gets deep it gets deep and that's something that i do appreciate you as a friend because even back then whenever um we were just you know hanging out and, and whatever the case was is i was still able to talk to you i was still able to talk to you as a friend and even though if you were just um, friends with benefits, you were, you were still a good listener. So I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate you as well. And I was going to tell you, but I can't find it now. I can't, I'm drawing out a blank on the name. Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. Oh, fucking reminds me of you. Just so you know, <laughs> every time I hear it, I think of you. 
I appreciate that. Every time I listen to MGMT, I think of your ass. So um, Electric Eel, Electric yeah. Eel. It's one of my all-time favorite songs. I, I Whenever you opened my mind to that, I was like... I thought, I, was, Bone, I thought Bone Thugs and Harmony would make you think of me. I don't recall that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, I don't recall, like... I mean, you help me experience. You 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 help me experience a new taste of music. You, whenever you showed me Sublime, I was so close-minded about it. Whenever the way it was you a, just said it, Sublime? say it again. Sublime. Sublime. I guess Sublime. Sublime. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sublime. I don't know. You did a little accent with it, but <laughs> don't they're amazing. Me. Yeah, they are, and. You just helped me open my mind to new taste of music and just different different cultures, different people. And I think you was the one who kickstarted my um, obsession with meeting people with ethnicity, right? Um, like yeah. all of all of my exes have been from everything but Mexican. <laughs> so um, it's pretty. Oh, you cool. decided to date outside your type or your usual and have kids with them, right? I have a. Well, my child, my first one is half Nicaraguan, and then of course Mexican, and then my second one is half Thai and half Mexican. Um, but even if they're, I don't have kids with them. I still, love, I, I love to experience their culture I, because since, like, let's see here, for instance, if I can't go to Thailand, I'm gonna try to get with the Thailand woman, right? If I and, and you did, I did. <laughs> um, so. Oh my God! You're too much. <laughs> yeah, I can be. Well, I'm glad I could open your horizon, sir. Muchas gracias. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I have to go get ready. Allie's on her way to pick me up, but this was super fun. You're already like an all-time favorite. You're going to be invited back on very soon, sir. Appreciate it. It was fun talking to you. So It was fun. I'll see you at Christmas, okay? Um, tell Allie I said hi. She remembers me. Don't tell her I have a crush on her. I cannot wait to tell her that you had a crush on her. Stop. I was embarrassed. <laughs> like, just leave me alone. Stop judging me. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, y'all. I left out a few of the secret ingredients for the secret marinade. On accident. Total accident. So, the ingredients are soy sauce, vinegar, lemon juice, and crushed red pepper. Now, I always add garlic, salt, and pepper. Also, you guys, this is the bomb marinade. I totally forgot about this one until Alan reminded me. It's so good. Like seriously, amazeballs. So y'all with that, episode nine is a wrap. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you so much. If you could do me a solid and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, it would mean the world to me. Also share it. Tell someone about it. That is how we are going to grow this baby. I love you so much. Goodbye. <laughs>